Hello and welcome to the final sports and well-being podcast of the year. We're gonna see you next year, but before that, we're gonna talk about some recent sport news in the world and in school, as well as a few well-being tips for you and a fun interview with Miss Flavin about Gaelic football. My name is Chen Lam and I am in 7i. And today I am going to report about how the Saturday 4th of June Unit Swimming Gala went. There were five swimming teams participated on the swimming gala on total. BIS, Eunice, Reagate, Grandma School, St. Paul, FT Club, and Korean Swim Team. There were around 250 to 300 people there, including the host, swimmers, and spectators. The atmosphere was very exciting. Everyone was cheering and there, were, there was also music. There were four events in total. Girls and boys 200 meter medley relays, girls and boys 50 meter all strokes, girls and boys 200, 200 mile freestyle relay, girls and boys 100 meter individual relay medley. Now to the prize and notable moments. Emily with first place in heat 50 meter girls freestyle. Bakzum. First place heat, 50 meter boys freestyle. Runa, heat first place breaststroke girls. Tranlam, heat first place breaststroke girls. Taehun, heat first place boys breaststroke. Songhun, heat first place boys breaststroke. Hayden, heat first place boys breaststroke. And Ziyang, heat first place boys butterfly. Now to the medals. BIS got a bronze medal for 12, 11 to 12 years old boys 200 meter medley. BIS also earned another bronze medal for 15 to 18 years old boys 200, 200 meter medley. Technically, our team is 12 to 17 years old. Next, Zi Yang had earned a silver medal for BIS. Boys freestyle 13 to 14 years old. Luna earned a bronze medal for BAS for 15 to 18 years old backstroke girls. Ziyang earned a silver medal for boys butterfly 13 to 14 years old. These are some other things that happened. Faulty warm-up BAS got a warning from judge, taking Eunice time because Eunice team arrived late. Eric won first heat backstroke, but no award given to anyone. Errors to the judge. Emily threw her cap off mid-swimming, but kept going. Keep up the good spirit. Why were so many fans not allowed to come into the stadium for the Champions League final match between Real Madrid and Liverpool? From the information we have gathered, four out of five entrances gates were shut, forcing fans to enter through just one. As one Liverpool fan have stated, football journalist Mark Pugac was the person reporting this. Furthermore, videos and tweets of fans attending the match have circulated around the internet about how the police were using pepper spray and riot shields, so much so that one police were videoed to be coughing from the spray. In addition, some members of the crowd were in disorder and have tried trespassing, but overall, the crowd was mainly confused. I must say though, we are very fortunate no one would hurt. So, what does our audience think? Is it an organizational failure? Is it a violence from the crowd? Or is it another reason altogether?
As always, we would love to hear discussions about this in the school community. Thank you for listening to the Hot Topics section, and I will see you next time every Friday. Until then, take care. Now on to the next section. Hello everyone, I'm Olivia. Today I'm going to talk a bit about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and trying new sports. Being new at something in general is always exciting, but also equally terrifying. For me, this podcast itself was a step outside my comfort zone. When we first started, I was the youngest here, and I will admit it was a bit awkward seeing all these older students do so well. But things get better. Whether you need to push yourself or need a push from someone else, I hope this episode encourages you to try new sports. I know the proper phrase is stepping outside your comfort zone, but no wonder it seems scary. You're like leaving what's familiar and just into the unknown. Instead, I want you to think of it as bringing the unfamiliar into your comfort zone. This way, you'll know you're going to get used to it eventually. I know at the start, it's going to seem like you're never going to get used to a new sport, but you'll actually be surprised at how fast people get used to things. Let me give you an example. I used to swim competitively at school swimming galas, and I was nowhere near confident when I first started. Not going to lie, I was kind of a mess. But it did get better, and I now have some tips for you if you want to start a new sport. First off, I want you to stop paying attention to other people and how good they are. Stop comparing your chapter 1 with someone else's chapter 20, says uh, Anonymous. Here's the thing. Comparing itself is okay. In fact, it's just admiration. But it becomes a toxic trait when you start using it to put yourself down and feel bad about yourself. Focusing on someone else's life will not change your life in any way, so why do you do it? To stop comparing yourself, you have to know that just because someone is at a higher level than you doesn't mean you can't reach that level too. It's not like there can only be one person at each level. You can do this. You have to become your own cheerleader and let yourself be cheered on. Secondly, prizes and praises shouldn't be your goal when starting a new sport. I know it's tempting to get your little hands on the trophies, but then what's the point of pursuing that sport? It just becomes a waste of time. And when you don't know the genuine purpose of why you're doing something, you're never going to reach your highest potential. That's what you want, isn't it? Before you start a new sport, ask yourself, why do you want to do this? Why are you so passionate about this? You shouldn't just be focusing on the product. Focus on the process. Do you actually enjoy doing this? Joy is one of the biggest reasons why people make specific decisions in life. So enjoy the sport and don't worry about winning prizes or getting praises from people. Sport is not all about who's good and who's bad. It's about what you do to reach your personal goal. And last but not least, remember to enjoy the sport. When I asked questions about the genuine purpose of a sport, you probably first thought about the fact that you enjoy it. That's why you're doing it in the first place. Remember, practice makes perfect. There's a reason why they say it. Keep trying, and like always, don't be afraid to reach out to someone for help. You can always contact the members in this podcast for any worries or any topics you want to listen to. That's all I have for now. Stay safe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the final podcast episode of this year. That's actually crazy to say that we've actually made it through this whole school year. Everybody has been through so much with online school and new changes and coming back and then going back online. And I just wanted to take a moment to say that you should all be very proud of yourselves and you should treat yourself because that is such an achievement. 
In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about motivation and overuse injuries. Now, motivation is something that I think everyone struggles with, whether that is to do with schoolwork, studying or working out or doing something that you know you're supposed to do. Now, you could have low motivation for a couple of reasons. One could be you're feeling low or having some mental health issues, which if you are and you think that this may be the reason, then you should definitely approach an adult or someone that you trust. But others can just be that you, you know, you, you don't want to do anything. You know, that could be, you know, tired or you're procrastinating something else that you know that you're supposed to do, but you just (laughs) don't want to. Now, some things that you can do to um, overcome lack of motivation, uh, I would suggest breaking tasks into manageable chunks, um, being gentle with yourself. That's a big one. You need to be kind to yourself. Um, also, don't expect yourself to be perfect. You know, no one's perfect. We're all human. Um, just don't set unrealistic expectations for yourself because if you don't meet those expectations, it could be very disheartening. Um, try to use positive instead of negative talk um, in terms of talking to yourself. Uh, I struggle with that a lot. I tend to be quite negative towards myself and it doesn't help uh, in terms of motivation. Um, Create a plan of action so that you know what you're doing and when. This really helps um, to, it it really does motivate you because you can see what you're going to do and you know what you need to do to get there. You know, the hard part is starting, but once you've started, it does get a lot easier. Also recognise your accomplishments along the way and to know that no accomplishment is too small. I know that when I'm trying to get motivated, I'll write a list of things that I need to do and it could be the tiniest thing, like clean my room. Um, sometimes I find it difficult to clean my room and I have lack of motivation and just writing it down on a piece of paper and then visually ticking it off just instantly gives me serotonin and makes me want to do so much more. Also try to avoid distractions, putting your phone away. Obviously if you're studying then you're not going to need your phone or if you're working out then play your music or podcast or whatever you're listening to and then just put it away so that you can really concentrate on the present moment on what you're doing. Now, on the flip side of that, if you're lacking motivation in in a sports sense, you need to be very careful when making a plan of what you want to do next. You need to make sure you're factoring in enough rest periods so that you reduce the risk of having an overuse injury. Now, an overuse injury is any type of muscle or joint injury that's caused by repetitive trauma. So, If I think of my workout plan, I like to work out whenever I can really, but I know that I need to spread it out, whether that's doing one form of exercise each day, but making sure that I'm not going heavy each day and kind of spreading it out. Or if I had a very intense workout on Monday, for example, I would do a low intensity on Tuesday so that I'm not working my body um, too hard because as I said, that can cause um, an overuse injury and we do not want this. So you need to play out your plan out your workouts and sports that you do in the week and just make sure that you're also warming up and doing cool downs uh, after your workouts as this is very important. 
Now, if you guys are planning to do workouts in the summer, you can hopefully put this plan into action. Uh, making a workout plan, you can find ones on the internet very, very easily. Just as I said, making sure that you are factoring in rest because it is so important, both mentally and physically. Um, but if you have listened to our other episodes in the podcast, and even if you haven't, I'll repeat it now. Sports is a massive, massive help with bad mental health and just keeping a good mental health. It's sports is incredible for both physical and mental health. So if you do have some time this summer, maybe go on a run or go on a walk or whatever you enjoy. Don't, don't do a sport that you don't enjoy. Just try and enjoy and relax. Those are the things I wanted to talk to you guys about in this episode. I hope you all have a well-deserved restful summer holiday and we hope you come back and listen to our new podcast in the upcoming academic school year. Hello everyone and welcome to the community, community insights section of the Lively with Lionhearts podcast, linking to the attempting of the new sport or physical activity in general. I have invited someone in the community who is used to teaching people a new sport, to which the sport is Gaelic football. Not only that, but she also plays for the Hanoi Gaelic football team. Welcome to the podcast, Miss Flavin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, um, our first question will be, since I think most of us do not understand the sport of Gaelic football, um, what is Gaelic football and why should someone play Gaelic football? So, Gaelic football is an invasion game. Um, it's played with a ball like a soccer ball and the aim of the game is to get the ball either into the net where you get three points or if you kick the ball over the bar you get one point. Um, it's usually played with 15 players aside but when we play it in Asia we play with nine players aside. Mm, interesting. And would you recommend people play Gaelic football? Oh yes of course it's a brilliant sport. It's played all over the world as well mm -hmm. in lots and lots of different countries. Um, there's so many new clubs set up for Gaelic football. Yeah, interesting. Thank you. Um, what would you do if you saw someone struggling in Gaelic football? Maybe you're coaching someone and they're struggling with getting the fundamentals of the sport. Or when you're coaching someone in general, um, in any other sport that wanted your help, what would you do to help them? Yeah, so I suppose we just break down the skills and focus on one skill at a time and do lots of different drills so that they get better at that skill and then we can move on to the next skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and our third and final question would be, what would be your number one tip to those out there wanting to maybe take a new endeavor into or within physical activity in general? Yeah, I would say definitely go for it. Um, it's great for your physical and mental health, but also from a social aspect as well, you get to meet, meet lots of new people, make lots of friends. And it's one of the reasons I joined the Gaelic football team in Hanoi, because um, I got to meet so many new people um, through it. So I think sport is fantastic for that. Um, how would you like... Uh stay try your best to sort of stay consistent within the sport and not because the problem that i've usually seen is that many people would get into a sport and then they try it out for a few months and then they just quit so 
Do you have any advice if someone wants to go into a sport and wanted to play that sport for long term? Yeah, you definitely have to be committed mm-hmm. um, and have it within your routine every week that you're going to attend your training sessions mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. sessions you have. Um, and don't miss out on your training. If you start missing a couple of training sessions, mm-hmm. then you're less likely to keep going. Whereas if you're consistent with your training, I think you're more likely to stay at the sport. Yes, I agree. And I think that's it for the section of community insights of the podcast. And thank you for appearing in the podcast today. I hope that our great guest has provided you with knowledge that you might never knew before, especially about our topic of trying out a new sport. Maybe you should consider trying out Gaelic football out for yourselves. It seems fun. Yeah, I was going to say, if anyone wants to join Gaelic mm-hmm. football, um, there are kids' teams as well in Hanoi on Saturday mornings. So if anyone wishes to join, you can get in contact with me to join the new sport. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next year.